the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a fabulous a fabulous Saturday morning. This is your host, Al Fadi. And if you're tuning in, you're listening to Let Us Reason. As always, thank you so much for your amazing, amazing partnership with us. We are so thankful for it. And uh, we hope that uh, our podcasts have been helpful to you as a tool. We receive a lot of encouraging words, but we're always open also for any suggestions or ideas. Recently, someone uh, who is one of our supporters gave me an idea that I thought it was an amazing one. And uh, we are going to launch uh, a new series based on that. And it is somewhat, you know, we haven't given it a title yet, but somewhat like the question of the week, give or take, you know. So we'll go through a number of questions and uh, important issues and we'll do one very short podcast or one very short, I should say, video on that particular issue. Obviously, this will be released through our YouTube channel and we'll let you know what we title it. Most likely, that's the title, uh, the question of the week or something to that extent. But nevertheless, uh, sometimes I may answer it myself. Sometimes I may have a guest speaker with me who will answer or address that question. And again, we'll focus on the questions and the issues that are vital to either understanding something about Islam or if you're reaching Muslims about an objection that was raised or teaching you something that you can use when you're evangelizing to them. And you can go, of course, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sira International. That's C as in Charlie, C-I-R as in Romeo, A as in Apple, Sira International. And in there, you will be able uh, to uh, basically, you will be able to basically get notifications whenever any type of videos are released on our YouTube channel. In there also, we encourage you to prayerfully consider becoming a Patreon patron. That's a monthly supporter of some type. And uh, the beauty about Patreon, not only it's a recurring thing, but you can give as little as $1. Believe it or not, we got a lot of those people who are faithfully given a $1, some 5 and others give more than that. But the idea is, uh, you know, it's really uh, $1 a month that you will give and forget about. But praise the Lord, we are able to use that income to continue, of course, to develop videos, podcasts, stay on the air and do a lot of the work on social media. So it might be a minimum or no, uh, not significant at all uh, for from your perspective when you hear a word $1. But 
yeah, you know, it adds up when we have uh, more and more of you, which we do have a lot of faithful givers like yourself. So thank you so much. You can also, for those of you who do not like uh, Patreon and do not want to give monthly, you can use PayPal as well as a one-time gift whenever you feel like the Lord is leading you to do. Again, it's really hard for me to ask things like this, but, you know, it's a nature of ministry that we have to really uh, ask. And uh, if we do not ask, we do not receive. And uh, I'm not using that just as a form of asking for money. I know the, the Lord wasn't talking just about money, but nevertheless, we need to at least um, uh, make you aware of the issues and let you pray about it and decide what works for you. At the end of the day, we're thankful you are standing by us. That's all that matters to us. Praying with us, partnering with us. It's not about just finance. It's about you being there, standing with us and encouraging us and, uh, you know, uh, uh, partnering with us in terms of our fight, which is an intense fight. You know, the enemy of the gospel, Satan, does not like what we do. Now, last week we ended the show by giving you a teaser uh, concerning a new post series on our Facebook, which is alfadi.sira, for instance, my personal one, alfadi.sira. And I said, I've been basically working on a number of post series, and one of those is called Why Jesus is Greater Than Muhammad. And you can scroll all the way back on my Facebook. You can follow me in there. Uh, you can send me a friend request. Uh, however, I have a, um, a long line of friend requests that are waiting, basically, simply because I have 5,000. I have 5,000, basically, friends. And uh, and uh, as a result of this, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to accept just about anyone and everyone. Uh, it's It has to be, uh, you know, whenever there is an opening. But you can follow us. We have about 4,300 followers already in addition to the friends uh, or the friend request that we have. All that to say is this particular uh, post series called Why Jesus is Greater Muhammad, uh, Than Muhammad. Why? Uh, I get, by the way, complaints from our Christian brothers and sisters all the time saying, why do you compare Jesus to Muhammad? Jesus is superior to Muhammad and Jesus is not like Muhammad. Well, I get it. But folks, hear me out here. This page and the Facebook page uh, that I have or, or any other work we do is geared towards Muslims and Muslim seekers. So we have to meet our Muslim friends at the level of their own theological understanding. They perceive Jesus to be like Muhammad. In fact, the Quran says that Jesus is like Adam. Okay, So it's almost like took what the Bible says in Romans that he is the last Adam. He is not like Adam, first Adam. He is superior to him, but nevertheless and made a confusion and considered him to be just a human being. So they think of him as a human being and as just a prophet. So we start there and we say, if that's what you're thinking, using even the Quran sometimes, you can see that Jesus is already greater than Muhammad. Sometimes I use the Quran. Sometimes, of course, we use the Bible. Nevertheless, we try to be very clear about what we mean by that. For instance, in one such posts, we said, why Jesus is greater than Muhammad? The answer was, one will return as the king and judge. You, you guessed it, right? I mean, that's Jesus. He is the king of kings, lord of lords. He will come back. Uh, you know, he says in uh, Matthew 25 that he will return, uh, you know, in the glory of his father with his angels. Uh, he will judge, basically. He'll separate the 
uh, sheep from the uh, from the goats, you know, and he is going to give every man his recompense, you know, and the list can go on and on and on. But the other one, I said, will remain basically a slave, meaning just a servant, meaning just a human being, and will be judged like the rest of us. Now, I got a complaint from someone as to why do I call people slave? You know, we are Christians, we're not slave. Well, I get it, but people are slave to sin. That's what the Bible says. I do not invent words. I just use the scripture. I use the description from the word of God, and I apply it basically in the appropriate manner. So I would like to say to my Christian friends, please, please take a deep breath, slow down, and understand the argument that we're trying to raise. When you come in here publicly and try to antagonize what we're doing publicly, sadly, you are becoming a hindrance and a block in the face of Islamic apologetic, uh, Islamic evangelism. You let the Muslims actually think we're divided. And that's what they think already. So please, kindly, I ask you, if you have an issue, send me a private message. I'll explain it to you in detail. But don't just come in to try to show off your theology. Okay, we get it. You're awesome. You're great. You know a lot of theology. That is great. You put it to work then and reach Muslims. In fact, if you don't like my approach, I tell people, please, I would love for you to launch your own on your own page and tag me and invite me to come in and learn from you. I'll be more than happy to do that, you know? So I say this just to some who really lately have been actually very vicious with me. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, recently I got accused uh, of one of my videos uh, that we just launched with Dr. J. Smith. Uh, the very first video of the series, the series is called basically... Uh, the Quran refuting the Quranic, uh, the scientific miracles of the Quran. Muslims use the Quran to claim that it's a science book, that it has a lot of scientific miracles in it, and that science today, modern science, confirms those scientific miracles. Translation: What does that mean to a Muslim? How can an illiterate prophet, 1,400 years ago, know about these scientific facts? Doesn't this mean? that he is a prophet sent by God and that the Quran is a divinely inspired book from a God who knows all things. You see, that's the thinking of the Muslim. Me and Jay came in and says, wait a minute, that can't be true. And here is a refutation of each one of those. Okay. So one person says, why did you say that we do not use the Bible as a science book? Well, we do not use the Bible as a science book. We acknowledge the Bible, I'm sure, have a lot of science in it. The Bible is the word of God. But God didn't send me a science book. He sent me the book of truth, the book of life, the book that saves me. It testifies about Jesus. He's the one that is the center of the Bible. It's not about genes and it's not about science. Yet it has truth in there, I'm sure. I'm not denying that. There is so many passages in there. We know that God is the creator. There is no such thing as evolution. We know that God made all kind of species of animals. We get that. God created male and female when it comes to human. We know all of this. Nobody's denying this. But to really hold the Bible in my hand and say this is a science book, I'm already opening the door for a Pandora, Pandora's of attacks you know, against me. Because anyone can look at any passage in the Bible and use it uh, and as an anti-science, you know, claim, and right there, 
we've shut the argument down completely, and now a person is finding an excuse not to listen to the word of God or read the word of God. You get it? You see, I'm sure you do. But what I mean, you know what I mean by that. But yet, this person says that I'm a heretic. Actually, I'm promoting heresy. Wow. If I am a heretic and promoting heresy by saying something like this, that is amazing, actually. So, uh, you know, this is the type of things that I have to deal with, actually. And this person who told me this actually supposedly is a believer. You get the idea. It's tough. It's tough out there. It's enough that we are getting attacks from our Muslim friends all the time. Now I have to deal also with these kind of remarks. And what a shame indeed. But nevertheless, so this is why I say that Jesus is greater than Muhammad and why I'm making this comparison. I'm meeting our Muslim friend at their level and showing him just from there they have a problem. In fact, you'll be surprised to know that the Quran itself actually declares this. For instance, in chapter 3, verse 45 of the Quran, it says the angels are talking to Mary say, Behold! The angel said, O Mary, Allah gives you good news of a word from him. His name will be Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, held in honor in this world and the hereafter and will be in the company of those who are near Allah. What does that mean? Commentators of the Quran will tell you this means that Jesus is coming back as a sign of end time. And he's a judge. Even Kathir says he will judge the word. Even the Hadith says that Jesus is coming back as a judge. And what does it mean that he is from those who are near Allah? That means he is alive right now near Allah, meaning Allah, according to Quran, is above the heavens. And seated on the throne, so he is on the throne, just like the Bible says that he's seated at the right hand of the majesty, except the Quran doesn't call him the son of God. You see what I mean? I've just pointed something from the Quran that is an eye-popping, basically, for a Muslim person. They probably didn't even think about it before. And now this will lead us into biblical scripture that talk about the superiority of Christ. You get the idea, hopefully, that this is why we do what we do the way we do it. Now, this is not for everybody. I get it. Not everybody going to like my approach. I get it. Not everyone cares about saying things like this. I get it. But folks, if you don't like what we're doing, just pray for the Muslims who are being touched by what we're doing. Okay? I mean, that's all I can ask you to do. And I'm thankful for your prayers and your partnership just in that regard. Here is another one of these series. Also was done in mid-December. Why Jesus is greater than Muhammad? That's the question. That's the title. The answer, the world acknowledges the birth of Christ daily through the calendar and in Christmas in celebrating his birth. Okay? The world acknowledges that. A Muslim world knows that the Christmas represents the birth of Christ, the celebration of that. When it comes to the prophet of Islam, there is no such celebration, no such acknowledgement. In fact, some Islamic countries will celebrate the birth of Muhammad, but believe it or not, you get to an area like Saudi, they say that's a heresy to celebrate the birth of the prophet because it is prohibited to honor the date of his birth and make your focus on the date of his birth than on his person or his work or his mission. I mean, this is what Islam teaches. I'm, it's not my own word. I'm just saying, but yet the world since the birth of Christ acknowledges the calendar 
is before the birth of Christ and after the birth of Christ. The calendar daily and the year, annual year, is based on the birth of Christ, basically. And Christmas is celebration of his birth. You see what's going on. I mean, this is what I mean by just pointing to the obvious. That's the obvious. That's why we are stating this to our Muslim friend. Let's go to um, another one of those posts. Why Jesus is superior to Muhammad. You'll find this on December 7th on our Facebook page, my own personal one, alfadi.sira. Why Jesus is superior to Muhammad. The answer is, one is the Prince of Peace. That's what the Bible teaches, okay? And one commanded violence and therefore lack of peace. That's what the Quran teaches. I mean, we're pointing the obvious here. You cannot tell me Islam is a religion of peace when it's filled with 160 plus passages of violence and commands to kill the infidels, okay? To kill the idolaters, to kill and terrorize. You can't convince me that that's a message of peace. Yet, the Bible and Jesus himself is declared to be a prince of peace. And at the same time, he, his message is a message of peace and love and kindness. This is what Jesus says. This is the verse that brought me really to the realization that Jesus is the one that will save me. He is the true God when he says in Matthew 5:44, love your enemies and pray for those who persecuted you. Listen to this. He is asking me and you to love our enemies. He didn't say love my enemies. No, love your enemies. Okay, he said, I died for my enemies and I am willing to save my enemies. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. And if they believe in me by faith, they will be saved. Today you will be with me in paradise. That's what Jesus says about his own enemies. He's asking me and you to love our enemies. Where in the Quran does it say that? In fact, in the Quran, actually, chapter 48, verse 29, it says that Muhammad and the believers are harsh against the enemies, basically harsh against their adversaries and compassionate among themselves. Jesus says, if you love one another, what good does that do you? Even the world knows that. I mean, everybody have to love their own companions. But when you love others that do not love you, then now that's a powerful thing. That's a message that you ought to consider. So uh, this is the kind of post that we like to, uh, you know, basically have periodically. Um, why do I do this? Because simply, I want our Muslim friends who come in and engage with us or those who share it on their different groups, because many of you end up sharing it at the Islamic groups and uh, uh, Christian Islamic groups sometimes, uh, that opens the door for discussions. I mean, it's not for me to really get every discussion on my page. I can care less about that. My job is to help you, equip you with tools and see that you use it and hopefully use it in a way that will be pleasing and glorifying to God. And through that, maybe our Muslim friends will begin to think and wonder about those kind of messages. And sometimes we put dilemma series. One new one I called puzzling dilemma. I have massive dilemmas. I have uh, other ones that it's called Quranic dilemmas. I have some that is called Islamic dilemma. Uh, I have one that is called uh, basically... Uh, you know, um, 
just a dilemma by itself. And now we have a puzzling dilemma. Uh, one of those puzzling dilemma series on December 6, 2019 says, if Islam is the religion of peace and believes in freedom of religion, then why does Islam teaches and demands that Christians and Jews ought to pay a hit tax for protection called jizya? Why do you have to pay for protection? If it is a religion of peace already, why does it demand pay for protection? Mafia do that kind of stuff, by the way, not a religion that calls itself the religion of peace. You get the idea? That's the kind of questions I like to ask. Why does it demand jizya for protection? In fact, jizya come from a root word that out of which come the word punishment as a punishment. In fact, the verse in the Quran chapter 9 verse 29 talks about it as a form of punishment and a show of superiority of Islam and inferiority of Christians and Jews when they come in and they pay and in the commentaries will say that they should be standing and you will be sitting down and they're bowing the head to you and giving you the money to protect them. Does that sound like a religion of peace to you? I mean, seriously. I mean, where is peace when you are basically uh, demanding payment for protection and claiming that your religion of peace, I should be living in peace actually and security under a religion that claims to be a religion of peace and practices what it preaches, but that's not the case. In fact, find me a single verse in the Quran actually that says that Islam is a religion of peace and you won't find a single one. Well, I know that my time is almost approaching the end, so let's wrap it up by, again, reminding you of the following. We would love for you to become a subscriber to our YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is called Sira International. That's C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International. Once you subscribe, click on the bell in there and you'll receive notifications whenever a new video is released. The average release of videos now is about two per week. Hopefully, we're pushing for three per week. The other thing also, we'll be launching an Arabic YouTube channel pretty soon, and we'll have a Arabic Facebook page as well. And you can benefit from that in your outreach to your Arab-speaking Muslims, refugees, students, and maybe even in the Middle East. We know of some in Saudi who have been watching our videos anyway, both in Arabic and in English. Be praying for those, especially youngsters, who are really seeking and searching for the truth. And uh, the other thing we'd love to encourage you to consider prayerfully is to become a Patreon patron, meaning supporting us on a monthly basis. If the Lord puts it in your heart to give as little as $1 and as much as the Lord put in your heart or give a one-time gift, you can do that through PayPal or contact us directly through our website, sirainternational.com. Let us know how you would like to support regularly or a one-time uh, gift, and we will give you all the instructions. Finally, you can also become a member. This is something new that we are exploring now to become a member on our website, which is sirainternational.com. Again, it's C, C as in Charlie, I, R as in Romeo, A, sirainternational.com. And there, once you become a member and pay either a monthly or annual fee, there's a discount if you want to pay that's the, the full year. And in doing so, you have access to all of our unpublished video series. We have more than 100 already that have yet to be released. 
But if you want to wait, you can get access to all of the videos for free, except you're going to have to wait until that video series is released and it's released on a weekly basis until the series is over, technically speaking. So these are some of the ways and options that we encourage you to consider to become a partner and supporter of us. But above all, we love the fact that you are partnering with us in prayer as well and in our spiritual fight against those who wants to deceive our Muslim friends and stray them away from the truth. We pray that they will find the truth in Christ. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. And that's our prayer for all of them. Thank you, and God bless you.